We are live from Reject City, USA, and this is another episode of Let's Talk About It, The Tombstone. Yes, that's right. This is a Let's Talk About It episode, guys. Wrestling related, as we've been trying to do now. Um, it's as always, you know, I'm the ho. I'm one of the guys that are, are part of this team today. It's <laughs> under commentary booth. It's uh, me, Director RJ, and with me is our host. He is, of course, the fastest podcaster of all the Midwest territory. Kind of like, you know, he inherited from his great, 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 great uncle, Billy the Kid. His name is Tony the Kid. Well, thank you, Director RJ, for that. I appreciate that intro. But yes, you guys, this is another episode of Let's Talk About It, Tombstone Pile Driver. Today's topics are sure to drop you on your head like a Tombstone Pile Driver, everybody. So let's get this ball rolling and let's talk about some good wrestling stuff. You feel me? All right. First things on the board, Director RJ, AEW coming up with its own version of Money in the Bank. How do you feel about that? I'm actually, if they could do it better, then go for it. I mean, I think that's the spirit of competition that I like. If, if if you could do something, I mean, Jericho created one in the bank, I believe, so he can do whatever he wants with it. But um, I want to see what the concept is. If I was them, I would use elements of Money in the Bank yeah, and elements of King of the Mountain. Yes. And in King of the Mountain, uh, in order for you to climb and reach the ladder, you have to pin somebody to climb. Yes. So I think if they do that with this match, which I'm not sure what the rules are, but if that was to be implied in there, mm-hmm. that'd be pretty cool. What about you? I agree. I, I think it, the concept of Money in the Bank is very good. You know, it's kind of like uh, how I thought back in the day where King of the Ring, you win King of the Ring and you get first dibs against, you know, now you're in the mainstream. Now you're going to get the um, a, a chance and the same thing like Warrior Rumble, you get the chance to fight for the title, and you go from there. But with the concept with Money in Bank was you can do it any time, any day, any any venue. So it's good. Um, I think I was just thinking about it right now where instead of having the briefcase for WWE, what they should have done really was not why not use the million-dollar title? It's a money symbol. It's gold. You know, it's not like as if it's a division. So... Money in the bank, you know. Hey, get up there and hit, get the million dollar title. Get the million dollar title. You get, you get to cash it in and use it for, you know, your million dollar shot at becoming a champion type of thing. You know what I mean? So I thought that yes. sh- that should be a switch up on their end. I think that's something where they should have done from the get go. If now if they do it, I don't know if it'll fit right. You know what I mean? Now you go from a briefcase to the title belt when in general you should have started off with that belt and use it for something. But go ahead. I think in order to pull that off, they would have had to had uh, Ted DiBiase come back. And I'm not sure Ted DiBiase was available. Well, he was available yeah. to them. Yeah, he was so available. At that time frame, when it came out, he was. And his son, yeah, too, as well. To, yeah, I was going to say, he's never gone to any other company. After WCW, he came back to WWE and like, stuck, stuck around. No, yeah, I agree. Until now, he left, you know. Right, exactly. No, yeah, I agree. I think that's something where he, because they, I think they brought it back up when his son was first on board to kind of carry it around or whatever. But I think at that point, when the million dollar, million dollar or money in the bank, I would say, sorry, uh, was around, and when they were implementing it, that should have been one of the first ones. Like they were trying to use it for him to finally go for the title belt and stuff like that, but he lost it. So then that would have been a, a storyline of. You know, Ted DiBiase not happy with his son, that type of stuff. They could switch around there, you know. So that could have been nice. Oh, definitely. 
Yeah. You see, that's why we need. That's why they need people like us to be in the booth to write these stories if they want a soap opera. We can give you a good soap opera that makes sense. Okay. So yeah. Like, we can put the entire pay-per-view. We've done it when we were with the rejects. We used to have pretty cool uh, pay-per-view <clears throat> matches ourselves back in the day. Exactly. So, uh, back to the Money and Bank concept. Uh, but like you said, Derek Georgie, if AEW can pull something out um, that makes sense, and it, it's going to be fun, interesting. Now they get to involve a lot of ladders in there, and they're good about that. So, I think that's something that's something not bad to do. I wouldn't mind that being shown out there. So, it just kind of also evaluates you know everything the competition and all that type of stuff so that's actually pretty dope so i would would agree with that that's pretty cool as long as they can put it together correctly so moving along uh topic wise sorry clear the throats uh (laughs) now next topic on hand undertaker and the new day are having a movie coming out very soon on netflix i think it's a halloween special if i'm not mistaken this month of course of october um, for you know, give me the details, Director RJ. What, what's the details about it? If you if you know it. So from what I read before, it seems to be an interactive movie based on. Uh, let's see, my internet went away, but I could get most of what I had <laughs> in my mind. So it's supposed to release on October fifth. Uh huh. And it's an interactive horror movie that's coming out of Netflix. And it's um, apparently the New Day are out to get the Undertaker's urn, I think, and they go into like a haunted house, an extreme haunted house packed with brim with supernatural challenges. According to Bloody Disgusting, you'll decide the fate of the New Day as the group tries to survive the wrath of the Undertaker. So I guess in this uh, in this thing, uh, you're gonna like decide what the New Day does, and like I guess they'll have different scenarios, and they'll play out. <laughs> based on what you choose. Mm-hmm. And so I guess at the end, you can either say the New Day survives or Undertaker wins. Got you. Got you. Okay. Um, uh, what's your thought on it a little bit? What do you think? It seems like a fun thing for like for parents who have kids, you know, to sit down and like, hey, what do you want the New Day to do? It seems like more of a family-friendly uh, movie so you really don't and i don't think they're gonna try to make it as creepy and scary as possible you know yeah okay i guess you know i mean back in the day we all kind of know undertaker earned that role of uh of his character of course and kind of took it upon himself to be one of the coolest halloween guys of all time and i think over the years you've gotten to see magazines about him decorating his haunted house kind of switching around and turning his home into you know like that and I guess this is their way of like, I don't know, catering back to him again. Of saying, you know, we don't, you know, you're one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. We're going to keep you intact with WWE, of course, in your name. So this is our way of just, you know, having it fun, friendly type. And also, too, for Undertaker himself, you know, he doesn't, we all know he doesn't want to really relinquish the Undertaker role. If I think if he was able to wrestle, he would want to wrestle more and longer, if anything. But... You know, this is just his way of saying, you know, at least I can put back on my cape and, you know, have something for the fans and something for them to enjoy, especially, in his mind, the younger generation. But, yeah, go ahead. And it's also less painful in many ways. Uh, a wrestling match, you know, he they're going to have a lot of uh, knee problems. Like, he's had knee problems, hip problems. Back problems. Been in, yeah, back problems. He had a broken uh, nose, I think, in, in the ring. Yeah. 
So, I mean, take her right now at his age. I think he's like 56 or something like that, 58, if I'm right. Right. Uh, he had a good time where, you know, doing movies like this and being developing a, like an acting career won't hurt him at all. Right. So it, be, uh, it's kind of like a good territory for him now. Yeah, exactly. And they can get the stunt doubles that dress up like him or just as tall. And you know what I mean? As long as they do the mannerisms right, they can kind of put it down pack. So not bad. You know, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool for the fans, for you guys, for to enjoy, especially during Halloween season. So I'm okay with that. I wouldn't, you know, and I hate to you, but I wouldn't mind if they do more uh, like Taker on the bike type, biker Taker movies. Mm-hmm. Where he's like, oh, to save the day. And they could be short films of him like beating up other wrestlers along the way, you know? <laughs> Like other Boneyard matches, it would be cool to see that happen. Like him just like different movies. Like it could be a series on Netflix or WWE itself, like an or, Undertaker yeah, series. Yeah, Peacock. I don't see. That's the thing. I think. I think what, and that's why I'm more shocked at that Peacock didn't take this Netflix movie for themselves. You know what I mean? Like, if Peacock is supposed to be distributing all WWE products. Wouldn't this be one of their movies that I would assume be on board with their, you know, with their streaming service? I think so. You know, unless unless it was Netflix that pitched the ideal. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. I see what you're talking about. That's what I'm thinking. Because they've done, yeah, they've done they've done shows and movies that what's interactive. So that makes sense. Okay, sounds good. Well, now Peacock, you guys, listen. Don't lose, don't lose out on money merchandising. I would recommend that if you hear director RJ talking about you know a little series like this that can come on board. I don't. I mean, look at me. I, I really don't mind. I've already said that Undertaker need to retire, but for a series like this, where it's not too much impactful on his body, and you can kind of bring in wrestlers that you've really sometimes never seen before that he's come across with, especially with the younger generation, or you could definitely again and again and again, I reiterate you, WWE, you could bring back Sting for a one-night episode of just them facing each other. Give me a... Freaking face off, man! Give me a face off before I die, please, please! I'm begging you. Before I leave this earth, give me a face off, just one, just one, so I can get the picture, I can post it out, and I can put it on my wall, please, man. Something. <sighs> oh well, but yeah, Doctor RJ, good pitch. I love it. I think I think Peacock should go for it. Just my opinion. So not bad. All right, more along. AEW to hold the tournament to honor the late great, the one and only Owen Hart. How do you feel about that? <clears throat> I think it's about time. I mean, that's that's very smart of them because uh, one, I'll be going to the uh, Owen Hart Foundation um, charity thing that they have, that their family created. Correct. So, uh, I believe. Probably this leads to either a trophy or probably Owen Hart championship. Facts, I think I think so too. Like a OWF type of thing, right? No, yeah, I agree. I think it it will. Well, let's put it this way: when this first came on board um, with Owen Hart and his family, we already know that ever since that one night, you know, that fatal one night, um, they just wasn't in tune with WWE and what they did, and especially when uh, Bret Hart came back on board. You know, some of the family wasn't too happy in how they, you know, handled that situation when he had came back. And with all that's coming out, it's like they felt, you know, disrespected in the simple fact of them not being honored in a way. And in my opinion, I think they should have definitely honored him during the King of the Ring. 
you know, why not make Owen Hart that, you know, that King of the Rings, Owen Hart champion or stable, stable or whatever the case may be. Like you put a title on it like you did with Andre the Giant, you know, stuff like that. That would be something that should have been pitched. I don't know if it was. And if it was pitched, you know, did the family deny it type of thing and, you know, declined to use it, which I would understand. You know, that makes sense. So at least with AEW, you know, with Chris Jericho in that in their end, you know, in the midst of being like the spokesman and stuff like that, trying to, you know, close these deals. I think it helped a lot to get a connection and, you know, persuade, of course, to finally get Owen Hart back in the wrestling name. You know, get his name back out there in a positive note. And what way to do it than a, a rising industry that shows respect when respect is there. And that's able to kind of give a nice idea of what the fans deserve as well as the, you know, the person they're trying to honor. You know, and I think this is good. I think this is real good. Director RJ? Yeah, I believe I agree with you. It's very good for them to honor him. Hopefully, you know, once AEW starts uh, building up more within the years, within, I hope, like, you know, within 10 years, they'll create their own Hall of Fame and they can induct Owen, which is a deserving uh, wrestler who should have been in Hall of Fame as of now, you know? Right, exactly. But, of course, with the family not uh, wanting him anywhere near WWE, I would be okay with AEW doing it. Yeah, me too. I would uh, understand. I think there'll be a lot of fans like, but why? Like, why Why over there? Why not WWE? He didn't even wrestle there and da-da-da. Like, listen, fans, we uh, we get the argument. You know, we understand the argument. But you also got to understand the family and what the outcome was. You know, he passed away tragically on this, inst- on this uh, you know, death-diving, defying type of situation where only once was it ever done. And at that, if you really look at the totality of the idea behind it was... Why have him flying down like as if he's, you know, like a bird? I understand that he was the great American or uh, his character, Blue, 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 what's the name again? Blue Blazer. Blue Blazer. The Blue Blazer. Mm-hmm. But you didn't have to. Like, at least you could have had his hand holding on to the rope. So at least in case something had accidentally happened like it did, then at least this way he was able to, you know, grab on. And then from there they gave him time to... They would have got time to someone to get to him and stuff like that. He could have, you know, it, it just, there's a lot of things that didn't make sense. And if you really look at the whole issue, which I think um, they brought on board, if I'm not mistaken, to Dark Side of the Ring. Am I right, Director RJ? They did. They uh, exposed a lot about what happened that night. Yeah. And I believe that's, uh, like, I think WWE has been, from what we've seen due to Dark Side of the Ring, WWE has been known to be very hush-hush about the very strange activities that happen within the company. Exactly. So if you really look at that episode, you guys, I believe it's on season, uh, if I'm not mistaken, season three. It just came out the beginning two. of it. Two. Okay, season two. Apologize. Um, and if you really look at that episode, there's a lot of questions that raises more questions. And in my mind, I'm like, those are really good to want to get the answer. We definitely want to know. And um, it's just, that's why you have to understand, you guys. You understand that situation and why they're choosing not to go back to WWE at this, at this moment right now, or even at that ever. And you got to respect their wishes because the, it's them that sec, that suffered the most. They lost their loved one. They lost their head of the household. They lost the man that they loved, the, the father, the husband. 
you know, the one that was leading their way and stuff like that. And you got to respect their wishes. And in this case scenario, I totally respect what they're doing and I understand it. And what I agree with is the fact that it's actually being done even respectively to Own Heart's name. And the foundation, of course, you guys, it's a really good foundation for for those who need it. And it's even, you know, it's a great, it's for the greater cause. Let's put it that way. We can put away our feelings on the reason why behind it and just let it be because it's for the greater cause. And that's, that's all that matters. So mm-hmm. that's yeah, how I feel about it. That's how I feel about it. But it'd be cool. It'd be cool. interesting to see who would be, you know, entered in there. I think CM Puck is going to be in there, if I'm not mistaken. Just my opinion. I think he will. I think Daniel Bryan you know, will Puck pop his head in there. Fan. Yeah. Uh, from everywhere you look around, CM Punk's name. Uh, CM Punk loves Bart. So if he loves Bart, you know he's going to love Owen. So he'll he'll be in it. Facts. I know Jericho will be in it. Yeah. The one I'm thinking that might appear in it because he's not in WWE, but he might like be like the surprise uh, wrestler. Mm-hmm. Might be uh, Davy Boy Smith Jr. Davy Boy Smith Jr. Yeah, true. That'd be cool to see him like if he appears and wins it, you know. But it all depends on how close the Hart family is to each other. Because from what I've seen, um, Brad and them have said that they're not really close to Owen Hart's family. Yeah, so it's it'll be interesting to see who like who do they approve to be in that tournament, or you know, do they say, "Oh, I don't want this guy because you know we don't get along with them." Right, I agree, and it, it would suck. In my opinion, I would definitely want Bret Hart to step on there. This is my opinion, you guys, and it's because I mean they were they're yes they were brothers, but when when they were on the road with each other, that you can tell that's where they grew the closest with each other between brothers. And there's always an instance, and Dirk Darjee, I think you can kind of reflect on this too as well with yours. Like, there's always a time period where you're closest to a certain brother more more time than any other time that you've ever seen. You know what I mean? And for that, it's like you cherish those moments and you kind of cherish that 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 time that you had. And I think with Brett, that's, I mean, we all have understood that once when they got on board with the wrestling industry, with WWE, that's when they spend the time the most. They were the family guys. They were the only two guys that were part of, you know, part of the Heart Foundation Heart Foundation at the moment for a good minute after Jim Neihardt left. And they were basically, you know, together. They were a whole, they were a piece. And they, they didn't do anything without each other. They wouldn't go anywhere without each other. They went home as soon as they needed to go home and spend time with the family. And that was the case. So it's it would suck, in my opinion, to not see Brett at least get a, you know, a, a five-minute mic section or something like that at least or propose it next to the family of Owen Hart you know I would understand the family of Owen Hart represent it bring it on board say their piece and why they did it but also I would add you know maybe a two-minute thing for Brett and just say you know let us say his piece and let him show his emotional to it because he's still emotional about it to this day you know he lost his brother his his brother in arms and anything and it sucks. It sucks in his mind. He still thinks about it. And I know it will hurt him, in my opinion, to not be some part of this at all. You know? Uh, yeah, I could see You know, I could see why it would hurt him. Uh, like you say, you know, uh, me and my brothers, we were pretty much, I think, kind of like Barhart and his brothers, we all have our own, like, way that we uh, get along in a certain aspect. Right. Where, you know, uh, most of them are all sports fans, and I'm barely a football, basketball, and uh, 
a boxing guy. Right. So I I relate to them in some aspect, but the good part is we're all Batman fans. So at least I got that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, see? But Hold yeah, on to that. Uh, you know, brotherly love, if you lose, I mean, I can imagine a lot of people who lost a brother to them uh, in recent years and you know, uh, Bernhardt, he lost his brother in the most tragic way, and the sad part is he couldn't be there, you know? Yeah. So, um, it's harder for him, just like it is for his own his wife and family, to uh, have gone through those years wondering, like, you know, uh, what would it have been like if Owen was still to, here today with me? Like, you know, I just came back, but if I had him come back with me or with AEW, I bet you Barhart looks at all these wrestlers thinking, oh, man, this would have been cool for us or this would have been cool for him. Right, exactly. So, yeah, that's all I got for this. Yeah, I agree. Well, all right, guys, I think that's all the questions we have. Director RJ, I'm going to leave you the floor to say your final thoughts and say your goodbyes. Go ahead, man. All right, Rejects. Well, as always, I want to thank you all for listening to our podcast episode of today's Let's Talk About It. That's so so apologetic. And why did I choose the Tombstone Padre? Because we're in spooky season. <laughs> and in spooky season, there's not one person that spooks me the most. But I actually like him for it, other than The Undertaker <laughs> and his brother Keith. But mainly The Undertaker. Thanks. Thanks. Agreed. Very good. All right. Thank you. Oh, send him off. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. Yeah. Thank you for watching. Of course, here on direct uh, on director <laughs> on the rejects and the booth <laughs> podcast. I appreciate your time. Uh, again, this is uh, here on this listed on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube as well. Don't forget to catch us out on um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and any of those platforms. Look us up on rejectrundown.com. You'll see some of our postings there, of course. And we thank you for all your services and all your love and support for us. So, otherwise, you guys take it easy. Have a good night. Enjoy some wrestling tomorrow because we are back on board on Monday Night Raw, of course, you guys. So, y'all take it easy. Be safe and have a good night.